Our guest for this episode is someone a little different. He's not a famous athlete or Paralympian. However, he has shown incredible resilience and strong will to overcome the obstacles presented to him. When he was 19 years old, Sebastian Forsen had an accident while skiing, which left him in a wheelchair. Since then, he has been traveling the world and participating in many different kinds of sport. He also works for a rehab center in Sweden, teaching disabled people how to adapt to life in a wheelchair. Sebastian also has the vision of creating and planning itineraries for accessible group travel. Want to know more? Let's welcome Sebastian Forsen. The Hand Discover Accessible Travel Chat is brought to you by Hand Discover, the first community-based holiday accommodation booking website dedicated to people with special needs and disabilities. With over 23,000 accessible accommodations on their website, you can now travel with peace of mind knowing that your accommodation will provide full accessibility and accommodate for your needs in the most accessible format possible. So visit handdiscover.com now and use the code TRAVEL30 to get £30 off your first booking with Handdiscover. Sebastian. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank, oh, I'm mainly thank you for um, taking your time out of your day to um, speak with us. Uh, no problem. No. no. So, um, how is the weather in Sweden at the minute? Um, it's uh, kind of rainy actually. It's <laughs> We've rain- been having really good weather for like a week, but today it's rainy again. <laughs> well, you, you um, just pre- um, before I started recording this, you mentioned that you're mm-hmm. off um, swimming. So, is swimming in a pool, or do you have like a lake near you, or something? Uh, it, it's a uh, it's a lake, and like Stockholm is surrounded by water all over the place. So you can almost go swimming like inside the city as well. Yeah. Oh, so you so you're um, based in Stockholm, Sweden, then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like so. Um, for somebody who doesn't know much about Stockholm, what kind of city is Stockholm? Uh, I think uh, I think it's one of the beautiful, most beautiful cities in the world. Actually, it's uh, surrounded with a lot of water. Um, the people are great, and uh, well, during the summer at least. I mean, during the winter, it's not that fun. <laughs> <laughs> then it's uh, maybe may rainy or snowy and uh, a little bit cold. But during the summer, it's fantastic. You can go. Uh, with boats out into the archipelago, which is really nice. You can have a really good food, nice restaurants. People are really happy now <laughs> during the summer. It's perfect. <laughs> and uh, I like to swim as well, so I have the small, I, I mean, uh, like hidden swimming spots where I can go swim. Uh, I was at a lake. Uh, you can take the tram there, yeah. and you go through the forest. And you can go swimming in the lake, and it's, it's awesome. And it's uh, it's because uh, uh, since I'm in a wheelchair, so it's kind of hard to find good spots to swim. But here in Stockholm, we have plenty, and that place is just rocks, but it's smooth rocks, so you can really get down to the water easy, and and then jump from the wheelchair down into the water and then up again. Oh my goodness! So really good. Oh, that sounds does sound amazing. Is that something that you have to do? Um... I just think swimming on your own in the water, so this is unrelated to the wheelchair side of things, this is just in general, but is it something that you do on your own then, or do you um, have friends and stuff like that go with you? Uh, well, I well I, I do it on my own, but 
most most of the times I go with friends. Yeah. It's uh, nice to drink beer, swim, and hang out with friends. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I, that, I think I'd be worried about the drinking beer and swimming on your own. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to drink too many beers and then go swimming on no. your own. <laughs> sounds kind of sad. So, as well as swimming, I understand that you're um, keen on skiing. Yes, yes, I love skiing. Like that's uh, I've been skiing since I was three years old, and uh, uh, and it's like what's uh, define defines me a little bit. I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like to think of me as a skier, like so. Uh, and I got uh, I got injured uh, when I was snowboarding actually in in Åre, one of the famous ski resorts here in Sweden. And so I broke my back, uh, so I'm, the, I'm a paraplegic, paraplegic uh, T12 injury, I have, yeah. uh, incomplete, so, well, I have muscles down to my hip, but my yeah. legs don't work. Uh, so I, I, uh, I started uh, sit skiing when I was 20 years old, I think. I had my injury uh, the year before, when I was 19. Uh, so, and it, it was nice to to be able to uh, to ski again. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it's almost the same. Uh, I feel it's, it's the same feeling like uh, stand up skiing or snowboarding. And that's what I really love about it. And since then, I've been I've been, I've been skiing more and more every year. And now I almost only go try to go off, off piste and go in deep powder and stuff like that. So starting to be. Uh, pretty good at sit skiing, so it's nice. Yeah, so like um, you, you say sit skiing, so like what is it about the? So for somebody who might not, so um, what what how is the what have you had to adapt to allow you to be able to do the skiing? So um, yeah, you mentioned yep. sitting, so I imagine the the frame and work is different. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's a uh, it's like it's like a. You ski on either one ski or two skis, and then you have like a, a frame with yeah. a suspension and uh, a seat. So you sit, you sit almost uh, a little bit more. What do you call it? Uh, in a uh, slope position or uh, in the sit ski than you do in your wheelchair, but yeah. a little bit higher with your knees. And then you, uh, but it's really nice. You can ski, uh, even though I ski a lot with my hip and my health like in the turns but even though you have a really high in you're able to sit ski you, you almost turns as soon as you look at uh, one direction the sit ski turns toward that direction so it's really nice yeah because like um that must be something which is quite interesting like with the accessibility side of things like mm -hmm. um are you limited to what destinations you can go to do the um sit skiing or uh well i, I tried to uh Check uh, the how the lifts uh, in the uh, in the skiing area where I'm going, yeah. how they are. If there are a lot of chair lifts or uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, the one that we just pulls you behind them. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, the, uh, we call them oh, T bars. Oh, right. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anymore. The yeah. T bars. Yeah. T bars. And so you can. I kind of like when it's uh, chair lifts and. Uh, uh, and T-bars. When you go with a big gondolas, it might be a problem. Yeah. Some ski resorts have a, a really good thing that you can slide up with your sit ski on, yeah. and then someone from uh, uh, like the personnel at the ski resort push you into the gondola, and then it works fine. Like in France, like Valterans and stuff, and places like that, you can go wherever you want with the sit ski. That's awesome. 
and wow. also in uh, uh, Austria as well. The Alps are really good skiing. Oh yeah, um, I bet. Yeah, but I, here I, in Sweden we have uh, Åre, which is uh, really nice too. Yeah. Uh, you can go wherever you want over there too, and they have a really good uh, ski school as well, uh, where you can uh, learn how to sit ski. Uh, that's where I learned, so yeah. it's really nice. So, how, how much of the skiing did you do before your accident then? Uh, well, I, I went with my family a lot. Uh, I, I was quite, quite young then, so my family skis a lot. So mm. we may, maybe we went uh, up north in Sweden to ski uh, uh, two two weeks every year. Yeah. So maybe go out here, like in the beginning of the year around Christmas, and then maybe a little later in uh, in March or April or something like that. Yeah. So during the holidays, it's it was really nice. Oh, so bet, two yeah. to three weeks every year when I was young. Now I try to ski, uh, almost the same, but maybe a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Even though <laughs> like try to have like a month of skiing. If it's a good year. Yeah, I mean, like, we haven't got anything anywhere near as interesting as that in London. I'm not London, but, you know, yeah, well, London, England in general. Yeah, but like, you have some ski resorts, right? Yeah, like, I, I think Scotland-wise, Scotland yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's probably, yeah, it's just a little bit further. So, like, I'm towards, so me personally, I'm towards London area, yeah. so. You should come to Sweden. Oh, my goodness, I'd love to. Sweden, Norway, we have great mountains. Yeah, yeah nice. oh, wow. Um, so like, um, I was interested to hear a bit more about like, like the impact of your injury and how, um, mm. it kind of like its impact on your lifestyle and so on and more or less like exactly of how you approach the issues and sort of like come about to having, I think what sounds to be a very fulfilling life. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, of course it was hard in the beginning. It's a big change when you like lose the ability to walk and you, uh, I kind of did a lot of sports with, uh, like mountain biking, skateboarding, snowboarding, stuff like that, uh, before my injury. And uh, to like, I thought I lost that a little bit, but then uh, when I uh, when I went to rehab, uh, I met a lot of people in wheelchairs. We have uh, actually the rehab where I work now is the rehab where I was when I got injured as well. Oh, yeah. So uh, yeah, we just changed buildings but uh, now uh, so we, we have at my rehab we have uh, rehab instructors that yeah. are also in wheelchairs so they and I had a really good one uh, when I uh, hurt myself which uh, and he showed me how to ride a wheelchair now and stuff like that so after that it was uh, I found out there was good sports uh, like stick skiing and wheelchair basketball and stuff like that which are also a lot of adrenaline and uh, so it was really fun yeah. uh, to be able to see quite soon after the injury that like life is not over. No, uh, no, God, no. Yeah. You have uh, some fun. You just have to adapt a little bit. Maybe you, you do. Uh, I mean, my lifestyle, maybe, I, I like to think it, it's uh, it's the same. Than, but like the, before the injury, I just do stuff a little bit differently. <laughs> but maybe, maybe I started playing more team sports then. I never played team sports. I started that, that after my injury with the wheelchair basketball. Yeah. So that was really that was a good thing. <laughs> now I really like it. So what um, like what uh, in regards to like the traveling and getting around sort of things? Um, I mean, mm-hmm. what kind of aspects have you had to sort of look at in terms of like the reduced mobility? Uh, well, uh, traveling. Uh, it's a, it's a, uh, I, I think, uh, I hope I 
understand you right now. Uh, but I think traveling, it, it, uh, it's a, it can be a little bit of a problem sometimes when you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. You go to a destination which which is not adapted. You don't know about it when you when you book it, and then you come there, and then it quite doesn't work the, the way you want it to be. Yeah. But uh, I think uh, uh, I I have to do I, I do a little bit more reach the research uh, before I uh, book something uh, with the. Like a trip or something, I check the places and kind of read what our other wheelchair users yeah. uh, think about the place and stuff like that. And uh, since uh, I, I mean, but also when, when it's not adapted, sometimes it, it can be it can be really good as well. Uh, and also you, you you learn a little bit more, <laughs> like wheelchair technique and uh, <laughs> transfers and stuff like that when yeah. you when you're forced to do them. Uh, so I think traveling for me, uh, I, I think it, it, it always I always learn something new. Like uh, oh, I gain some uh, wheelchair technique, or I maybe meet another culture that I like, or uh, stuff like that. So you learn, you always learn something when you're out traveling. I really like that. Yeah. I was uh, maybe when I like three years after my injury, I had. Uh, uh, I went with my friends to uh, the west coast of the United States, and we oh, wow. we rented a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was really nice. Uh, so, and, like, talk, uh, yeah, talk to me about that. Like, so, what was your journey with that? So, like, what when you went out there? What was your aspirant? Like, what was the purpose? What did you want to see? Did you get to see it all? Yeah, yeah, for, for, yeah. Well, we had some stops along the way. We went from Seattle down to San Diego, and then back again. Oh, uh, wow. we, we saw that, like, up in. And uh, in uh, Seattle, it yeah. was almost autumn, so like all the trees were like yellow and reddish, and like it was really nice. Yeah. Uh, and like you have a, a little bit of a mountain, like you can see some small hills and mountains uh, over there. And then when you go south, you get into the redwood forest with all the big trees. And we went Highway One, which is a really nice way, uh, yeah. like really nice road. And then down to Malibu and San Francisco and Los Angeles and San Diego. Yeah, we had a really good time. Oh, God. So, so how long did you spend over there then? That's going to... Uh, a month, I think. We went oh, out for God. a month. Yeah. So, and when you say that you went down um, towards like San... Um, like, they were... Was that summer in that area then? or? Yeah, So you, exactly. Yeah. So when you, it just got warmer and warmer. When you, we got into California, it was really nice. Like... Oh. Uh, you, yeah, t-shirt and shorts were there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it was, it was, it was great. So, and um, when so, you travelled across, what was sort of like the, the your favourite area to have gone to? Uh, sorry. So what? So what? Um, what city was your favourite one in um, North America that you went to? Visit? Um, I think maybe uh, I liked uh, San Diego and uh, Los Angeles was cool too. Maybe mm. a little bit big, but uh, well, yeah, because uh, San Diego was really cool. I kind of like it that you can be down there and uh, go maybe surfing or swimming in the ocean and then uh, if you go <laughs> a little bit inside the country to uh, you have like mountains and stuff also in, uh, oh, wow, in yeah. uh, California where you can ski and stuff so, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of like that did you manage to get um, some skiing um, timing or no not that time no, no we were just uh, riding around uh, with my friends we were into a lot of music uh, back then so we saw a lot of Nice. Uh, we listened to a lot of rock and punk rock uh, at that time. So we went to see 
our favorite bands and stuff like that. So that that was awesome. I'm curious as to what bands you went and saw. Uh, we we saw um, uh, Rancid. <laughs> it's like, oh my um, goodness! Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love Rancid. Oh my yeah. Those guys are. Really there was good. one song um, which I really remember, um, but it was about like so they sung it about their roadie or something like that. It was a song, yeah. and I can't remember yeah. what the name of it was, but that was my favorite Rancid song. Yeah, figures. Yeah, I don't remember which one. Figures. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of ones. Uh, a lot of good ones like Ruby Soho and maybe uh, like what do you, what do you call it? Black Hat Cadillac. <laughs> I don't remember the name of it. But we listened to a lot of punk rock, and it was really fun to like meet the, meet the bands and see them. Yeah, it was, it was a really fun experience. I think uh, when I got home from that, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, that, it was three years after my injury. I thought I thought I was like I already accepted my injury. Uh, I mean, I was feeling pretty confident in the wheelchair and stuff like that. But maybe some something was missing. Maybe I was uh, still thinking about it a little bit. But when I got, got home from that trip, I, I really felt uh, like that was the most fun I had in my whole life, and it was when I was in the wheelchair. So it, that that kind of was a. Uh, nice experience to feel like oh okay maybe this isn't this is gonna i'm gonna be okay yeah. <laughs> like that and since then I've, uh, I've been just traveling more and more because i really uh, like the feeling of uh being, being able to go places see places and also challenge myself a little bit with the, my injury and yeah. wheelchair and stuff like that what, like going into a mosh pit or something like that at a rancid gig? <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I ended up in a mosh pit, and then, <laughs> but but like the people they try they they know they go they like rock back and forth. Yeah. When the music starts, but you can't really go back and forth. They like side sideways in the wheelchair. <laughs> you can you can you can uh, just go back and forth like front and back. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when you go sideways, you you. Like people started tripping over me and stuff, so I was like, "Okay, this is not going to be a good situation." What's the sport? Is it murder? Like so, wheelchair rugby? I imagine it almost turned into. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was worse. Yeah. No, no, it was worse than that. Yeah. I, I, I could have been a tetraplegic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But they, but the guards. I went to the guards and managed to get to the front, and the guards pulled me over the uh, the fence, and yeah. uh, I ended up standing with like the uh, what do you call it, the pre band, the band that played before them, yeah, uh, uh, on the side like this VIP area. <laughs> oh my god! So it, it, it ended up pretty good. <laughs> Where were your friends then? Did they get left behind? Yeah, they were. They were. They were still in the mosh pit. Well, we lost each other like as soon as the band stopped playing. Maybe ten seconds after the first song started, like I didn't see them no. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Everybody so, just got scared. Yeah. Also, like let's move on to um, like your rehab. So you're working currently at the minute with like the rehab center. Yeah, it's people... called the rehab station Stockholm. It's uh, one of the biggest ones in Sweden. Biggest rehabs in Sweden. Yeah. So talk, tell us about how you got. Obviously, it's something that you related, but like, how was it that you came about? Um, sort of like getting involved and so on. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, I started with uh, th- there's an organization here in Sweden called uh, RD uh, Active Re- Rehabilitation, and they uh, they 
they they have a lot of things. They have a daily uh, um, training for people in wheelchairs, and also they have camps. Like they have uh, maybe three four camps uh, during one year, and then one one camp is like it's you you, pray, you train to together with the. Uh, like a, a role model, like a guy in a wheelchair or a girl in a wheelchair that uh, that has been in there for uh, quite some time, and yeah. you can see how they do it and stuff like that. And then you do you train like uh, transfers, wheelchair technique. Uh, you try different sports and everything, like uh, a proper camp. It's really fun. Yeah. So I went on one of those, uh, maybe a couple of months uh, after I I, uh, uh, I came out from the rehab. Maybe like maybe it's uh, uh, half a year after my injury, and I went to one of these uh, camps, and then I started to be uh, uh, a role model as well, like a peer support or whatever you call it. Yeah. Uh, this uh, yeah, a leader at those camps, uh, and after being a leader like for maybe on six camps, uh, rehab station heard about me and they asked if I wanted to start working here as a rehab instructor, as we call it. It's it's peer but it's, it's peer support, and you're trying to be like a, uh, a role model for the patients that are here, and they can see uh, if I can do like when you get injured, it's really hard to transfer from the bed to the wheelchair and everything, and uh, it's good for them to see that someone with the, the same injury as them can do transfers, and we have maybe ten uh, guys uh, here and girls that are uh, rehab instructors. So I have my T12 injury. Uh, we have a guy with a complete C5, C6 injury, and uh, and so on. So we we kind of match. If uh, uh, someone comes in with like a T5 injury, we have a guy that has a T5 injury, and he can he can t- show them how how he do like clothing in the wheelchair transfers and everything. If a T12 para comes in, para guy or girl, I can have them. I can teach them how. Uh, how you do things because it's a little bit different what kind of injury you have. Mm. So it's really nice. It's really, and then we work together with uh, physiotherapists and uh, uh, occupational therapists and doctors and uh, nurses and everything. So they live here for like a couple of weeks and uh, get their and they rehab over here. Yeah. Before they go home. What? Because um, like one of the things is like, what is? Is there any sort of like common? What's the way I'm looking at like common fears or anything like that? Like when people have found themselves in this situation with like limited mobility and stuff that they have, like you would have been able. You'd, I'm sure you'd um, understand when you first. What are your first concerns about mm-hmm. and so on? Yeah, well, well, it's a it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Falling out, falling out of the wheelchair, not losing friends, maybe or so. Often people gonna think about you differently after the injury, or, or uh, not being able to do what you did before, and uh, it's a life, you know it, they they have a million questions. They don't know, uh, they don't know that much. Uh, it's a completely new life situation for them. Mm. So, uh, but then uh, as uh, we uh, rehab instructors here, we have like what we call le- lectures, like le- lectures, uh, yeah, 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 that we show maybe like. Uh, uh, you show stuff from our life, what we do. I have one about traveling, how it works in the wheelchair, what you should think about. I have one about uh, how I do, how, how I live with my 
spinal cord injury and what yeah. I do in life and what what's uh, we introduce different sports and and uh, just everything we have about if they want to talk about sex or whatever you know we have everything here it's good yeah. so it, uh, they get the knowledge and uh, a way to cope with things over here so yeah because like particularly in the, the on the topic of the the, the, the travel concerns and stuff like that like what are like the kind of things that you um, do to help them overcome their concerns or fears um, uh, mostly I just um, uh, I show them uh, like if they do maybe one fear a lot of people have is just fall, falling out of the wheelchair and I kind of we practice a lot of transfers yeah. and I kind of teach them how different techniques and how how to do that and this and uh, uh, so th that's one thing and mostly maybe if we have like wheelchair technique uh, we go over edges and practice with back uh, wheel balance and uh, how to push the wheelchair in the right way to keep your shoulders in good shape yeah and uh, stuff like that uh, maybe sometimes you don't do anything of that maybe you just talk talk with the patient about uh, uh, different stuff they have a lot of questions yeah uh, like how do you go to the bathroom, or how should, should I do? I'm I'm gonna go out with my friends and have a lot of beers. Uh, how, what's the best way to, <laughs> to do? It? What, what, what if it's the, no toilet? Or what, how do you what do in this situation? Or uh, I have a girlfriend and we have a little problem here <laughs> now. You know, uh, yeah. it's uh, they could, we, you talk about everything. It's it's really nice, really rewarding. Because, uh, like, on that, nice work. building on that, uh, my understanding is, like, you've got a, a, a business idea that you want to develop. It's Well Trips, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we have a company called Well Trips, and uh, we we do group travels. Because, I mean, for, for me, when I started traveling, it, it meant a lot to me to be able to go out and see new places and maybe do stuff that I didn't think I was able to do. Uh, and it helped me get a like, good uh, confidence. Yeah. Uh, about maybe a lot of things in life, uh, like I, I felt the uh, feeling of uh, I, I, I manage, I can do, I can do this by myself or something like that. So I, uh, what I saw is that a lot of people stopped traveling after they got into this, mostly because they thought it was like uh, going with the airplane. Maybe the flights might be uh, uh, tricky, or how do you do with the bathroom at the airplane, or what happens um, if it's a long flight. How could you do, deal with that? And so, so maybe they just uh, felt that it wasn't worth the risk of going somewhere with the airplane, or uh, and also fears about the hotel is if it's going to be adapted or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I started uh, uh, together with a friend, uh, Well Trips, where we do group travels with uh, I, I, me and my friend. We go to places and uh, uh, check if it works, like, <laughs> like. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the hotels, if they work, and the different things to do in the area and stuff like that. And then we do make a group package. So they, the the people that book uh, our uh, trips, they know that everything is going to work fine in Norway. Because I've been checking everything already. Yeah. And uh, since I work with a lot of different kinds of uh, spinal cord injuries and different uh, disabilities as well, I kind of know what all most of the people need in in uh, in terms of like uh, or maybe if they have a little bit higher injury you need like a lift or something then I can provide that in the hotel room or whatever uh, 
So uh, China, we try and customize the the, the trips to uh, the people that, uh, that our customers. So it, it's really nice. We have one now to Barcelona, uh, which is a wine and food trip. So it's really nice. And Barcelona is such a nice city. It's, it works fine with the wheelchair, and I li- like the atmosphere atmosphere over there. And There's so much really to nice. take in, isn't there? Yeah, have you been there? Yeah, so I've been there because, like, um, yeah, well, you've obviously got the is it the Gaudis? Mm. Yeah, like so yeah. The, the architect. It's awesome, um, right? You've got the Olympic Village, which is up on a hill. But from my yeah. from what I remember, you've got a trams. So you've got so many options to yeah. take you up that hill. Exactly, and the food is amazing. Oh, most God. most yeah. of the time. <laughs> yeah, good, good wine. I'm surprised. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm surprised you haven't go mentioned. Swimming at the beach, and it's really nice. It's yeah, really cool place. So, what time of year um, are you going to go there? Uh, I, I think the, the, next, the next trip we're going to do is the uh, 3rd of October to 7th. So we have, uh, like we just put it out on our uh, social media that uh, we, we, so we, we just trying to get the people to go with us on this trip as yeah. well. So, um, uh, so it's, uh, if somebody just, listening to this wanted to sort of like attend one of these trips, would it be a case of um, contacting you through social media then? Uh, yeah, that's the best uh, best way I think. Yeah, we do a lot. We have a uh, uh, a page on the like uh, website as well. Oh, you do have a website. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, welltrips.com. Dot com. Uh, so if people are interested, but we usually we we work a lot with uh, Facebook and uh, and Instagram uh, and like in groups on 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 uh, uh, Facebook as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, a, but it's really nice. You go, we went to some, we're gonna go to some wineries. We've been there already and see, so everything works, you know, good bathroom and uh, accessible areas and stuff like that. So we go to different wineries and then we have really nice food. And then you have a, like a day off in Barcelona and then the next day you go to some more wineries and then day off in Barcelona. It's really nice, it's really, yeah. It's not too much to do, but also you get some good experience. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, the next question would be: Is um, what are you most proud of? Um, I think maybe uh, I'm proud. What I'm most proud of, yeah, I think maybe the the, the way I uh, I think maybe <laughs> like uh, I try to not complicate things too much. I think a lot of pe- people think about stuff too much and uh, complicate stuff <laughs> well, I imagine beer helps you just have that. to try try to do them or or not uh, uh, overthink yeah. things <laughs> I think a lot of people like well think about what other people think about them a lot but most most of the times you think maybe some someone thinks thinks something about you um, but usually that's wrong like maybe uh, what, what about my clothes or what, what Maybe I shouldn't say this. What what these people might think bad of me or something. Or, yeah. But usually, uh, it's just uh, thoughts in your head, or you think people gonna uh, uh, see you in some way. But usually, they have a, a different <laughs> view. Or you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah of course. Yeah. So, but I think maybe I I, I feel uh, I feel that I have a good. Uh, uh, confidence, like t- uh, approach to things, yeah, and uh, it's uh, to take it easy. <laughs> I think I'm proud of that. Uh, I think it helps me a lot in life, not being that stressed and 
think about stuff too much. <laughs> but yeah. it also can, can be maybe a little bit uh, lazy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's both, both well, it sounds like fun. you're very active, so it does sound like you need to have some downtime, so give yourself credit. Yeah, well, I, I do have some downtimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you have to have that. So I'm not this this question. So this is written by someone else. These questions, uh, and so I'm curious as to whether this is something that you've asked them. So I've been asked, do you have any inspiring motto motto to share with us? Uh, yeah, maybe maybe don't don't overthink it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So yeah. basically, I've just yeah. asked you the yeah. same yeah. thing. Yes, which yes, yes. Do, do do what you feel like. Don't overthink think too much. Uh, Sebastian, you've been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all that yeah, with us. Thank you. Yeah, thank no, you as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, thank you, and I'll, um, yeah, um, take care. Yeah, you too. Do nice you talking to you. Take care. Bye. <laughs>